Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. This is week 25 of 2021. Pam is going to tell us, starting with 21 of June, and uh, we are activespirituality.life, Pamela Cuccinella and Susie Mazzoli, and, um, yeah, middle of the year, here we are. What's happening? So yesterday was the summer solstice, so we're in the ebb of the longest days of the year in the northern hemisphere. And and please let us know, anybody who's listening to this who's southern hemisphere oriented, and I'll give a little more information in that direction, I tend to be northern hemisphere centric because that's what we believe most of our listeners are but of course Susie my wonderful colleague is from Australia so it is possible we've got some people from the down under part of the earth so here's the deal Jupiter went retrograde yesterday at the summer solstice so with Jupiter retrograde we are moving back from the sign of Pisces, sort of doing a revisit. It will dip its toe back into Aquarius and then jettison back into Pisces in the fall. And we will be truly in that energy. So what this means with the sort of revisit is that we are going over where we think our gratuitous juice comes from. So why do I say that? Well, Pisces, a lot of modern astrologers say, oh, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. And that has a lot of veracity to it in the fact that Neptune, by its energetic ambiance, what it puts out, the themes we use for Neptune are very in sync with themes that resonate with Pisces. But the traditional planet is Jupiter, <laughs> Jupiter the Great Benefic. And in the sign of Pisces, Jupiter reminds us that grace that what we have to be thankful for, that bounty, that abundance is all available to us because Pisces is the <clears throat> universal and conscious sign. It's got to do with how we're all connected in this big cosmic soup. So when we put things out there, 
and expect or hope or wish for a certain intention or vibration to come back to us, it magnifies in Pisces. It's like sound underwater. It's this kind of whoa, 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 whoa of uh, possibilities. I encourage us with this retrograde activity to deepen into sense of gratitude, sense of possibilities, and especially since uh, I read a great piece by Anne Lamott today, the writer, basically talking about like coming out after the total fear or unknowing or cloister of the pandemic and how to approach life with this sense of new awareness, but a heightened sense of love. So I do think that as it's retrograding back, that we're, that, that all the things may come up of a sense, well, how do we do life now? It's not going to be the way it used to be, nor should it, honestly, because with the great wheel changes that are happening, it is time for us to approach life differently, sociologically and um, economically and institutional-wise. In your day-to-day life, of course, each one of us, any way we were buzzing along with our lives prior to this kind of clampdown that dovetailed with the Pluto-Saturn conjunction in January of 2020, um, basically what's going on is we're, we're at this point of an opportunity of greater consciousness. So we don't want to spend a lot of time ruining what no longer is, although it is absolutely essential to move through this another discussion I had yesterday to move through sadness in order to get to the other shore. We have to know our sadness, our grief, our um, emotional state of mind. And I believe summer solstice, lots of light, lots of uh, brightness, seeing, no shadows, burn through and really look at emotional state of being, understand reactions so that then you can respond as you wish instead of being basically at the mercy of reactionary energy. Okay, the 21st, Monday, June. Really auspicious energy day. The moon is in the sign of Scorpio, not always the easiest energy for everybody, depending on your personal horoscope. But it has an intenseness about it. It demands that we focus, that we research, that we kind of dig under the uh, rock and see what's what's down there. And this day will go really well for those of us who kind of 
on waking up or having planned the day before, uh, really sort of met the challenges, the obligations, do things in a way that is in alignment with what we need to be responsible for and following through. <clears throat> Those of us who do this will find that we are able to weather any upsets that may come in, especially in the early morning hours that it's like, oh, that appointment fell through, or I thought I was going to do this, and now this has happened. Whatever that case may be, you're still going to be able to follow through, make things happen, and do what was intended if you had a plan to begin with. Really good opportunity energy happens at about 7 a.m. through 11 p.m. Eastern time on this day. It's uh, There's a lot of Venusian um, deliciousness that has to do with who are the people you deeply connect to and expect to be there for you. Those are the opportunities that you can really follow through. Not so much, obviously, with people who are kind of fair weather, uh, stay with the absolute certainty, people in relationships on this day, and you will not be disappointed. And if there's no one like that in your life, then just hold out for that person or opportunity to come in, even if it's a four-legged friend. So we're in this energy basically throughout the day into the evening. And then it's 2.43 a.m. on Tuesday, the 22nd, when the moon goes void, of course. Really restorative sleep night, this Monday night. The moon enters Sagittarius 8.55 a.m. Tuesday morning. And now we're in more kind of fraught, erratic, kind of bumpy energy. Not bad, just... It's very important to, okay, a couple of things. Mercury goes direct today at 6 o'clock p.m. And there's energy that has to do with uh, a Neptunian influence that means potential for confusion, especially if we're not kind of, tapping in to inner voice. So if you're getting a lot of messages, a lot of tangents, a lot of distractions, people who say, hey, you got to do this, or hey, look at this, or I've got a great deal for you. Um, hold space is the best advice I can give. With the moon in Sagittarius, it's fiery, it's mutable. We want to take action, especially fire, air people. Um, this Mercury stationing direct, we're feeling a lot of a sense of, um, uh, do I go here? Do I go there? Um, how do I um, start to move forward? Because I can feel, I can feel, I can feel the, um, the gong is about to go off and then I can run. 
um, stay in place as best you can, uh, be outside, be in nature. If you must take action, keep your wits about you. Do not go for the shiny objects, avoid distractions, and stay on task. This can be a fun evening for uh, taking a trip, uh, doing with things that are a bit spontaneous, expending energy, uh, being outdoors. Again, I, I can't stress that enough. With the moon and Sag, we usually feel a real sense of, um, I want to be out, I want to see the sky, I want to move. Wednesday the 23rd, similar energy, Mercury has gone direct, so sometimes that, depending on our personal horoscope, okay, it's all um, full speed ahead, but I would really suggest that you want to read papers carefully, make sure you understand uh, the positions of everyone involved in any decisions being made, because we're still, uh, information is still obfuscated. Things are not 100% clear. That being said, there's also a lot of really good opportunity energy. The sun is making a trine to Jupiter. So there's a lot of goodwill, good wishes, good juju, good, 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 good. All great. Just make sure you understand anything that's legally implicated or has a contractual obligation piece to it that you understand what you're taking action on and ideally delaying a bit before you sign. Moon goes void, of course, at 10.09 p.m. This is also a day when we might feel very almost obsessed, attracted to something. And that's another big, huge suggestion to, if you can, put the brakes on because you need to get more information before you totally jump into bed with something that may not be what you think it is. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so moon is void until 9.05 a.m. when it enters the sign of Capricorn. And now we're in kind of pay the piper energy. <laughs> this is if we didn't think things through too well on uh, Tuesday or, or Wednesday, this is the day we see, oh, darn it. Um, it it's, it's a good day for cleaning things up, for really kind of understanding where you're at. It's the full moon. At three degrees, uh, Capricorn happens at 2.40 p.m., not an eclipse, but nonetheless, it's, a, it's kind of a reckoning moon because what's happening is the sun in Cancer is lighting up the moon in Capricorn. So we're basically being asked, how does 
the work I do, who I feel I am in a status achievement capacity, how does it how does it mirror or find a harbor in my home life? Does it? Or do I feel very disconnected? Are they two separate entities? Because ideally, the work we do in the world, what it is that brings home the tofu, is work that we also feel is in alignment with who we are at home. So it's a reckoning moon in that it's also bringing to light where we take responsibility and are we doing what is really needed and desired to manifest or create real personal wealth, but also emotional well-being. And sometimes what happens is people become very committed to certain work because of the paycheck, which is important. But it's also important to reflect periodically. Is there something I could be doing that gives me a sense of personal emotional achievement instead of just I'm punching a time clock. And so that can be a um, thought process that leads one to study, to go into something else, to do volunteer work, to augment or add a sense of accomplishment that isn't received from the work. There are, again, I'm not saying do this, do that, but it is a, it's an evaluation time. And even when we do work that is emotionally, personally satisfying and gives us a sense of spiritual connection and achievement, Um, Sometimes it's at the cost of what's going on with home, family, those connections. So that's what this full moon kind of brings home to roost. What is it you value and why? And for some of us, this can be a very reaffirming full moon, a sense of yes, 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 may it be so. And on Friday the 25th, regardless, these couple of days, we want to be like buzzing along and getting something done. This is not a party couple of days. (laughs) On Friday the 25th, Neptune goes retrograde. So it is moving also in the sign of Pisces backwards. And Neptune in retrograde has been quite the experience. <sighs> I really do need to make time to write about this more. But it's it's a lot about where 
what it is we're doing here in our big connection with one another, how we see ourselves as all part of the not only human quilt, but the interrelational web that we are all a part of in the natural environment. And we've lost something. We lost something actually in the age of enlightenment when basically there was a, a real um, uh, negation of human beings' connection to the natural world. Human beings became like considered the the top of the food chain. And you might think, oh, weren't they always? But uh, the Age of Enlightenment really sort of blasted all that out. And we, we, are, we are in the throes of seeing what that has cost us. And so I, I, I think this full moon period is really about evaluating choices, not just your choices, but in the greater frame of humanity. And we'll, we'll see how that continues to play out. So the moon goes void, of course, on Saturday the 26th at 8.49 a.m. And it enters the sign of Aquarius at 10.09 a.m. And this sets up a much happier weekend than maybe Friday uh, evening or Friday felt like. Because suddenly we're more like, hey, let's connect. Let's find community. Let's uh, do something where we can feel a sense of uh, common ground. And so what I see is it's possible that through that reflection kind of reckoning couple of days that Saturday, Sunday lends itself to, well, you know, the heck with it. I can't necessarily save the world or um, go into positions of power and start to um, manipulate governmental decisions, but I can do something here. And even if it's uh, simply neighbor connections, uh, going to a place where you can meditate, be in the woods, do a conscious uh, wood cleanup, perhaps, whatever it may be, there is a great sense of reawakening play. Uh, Venus enters Leo on Saturday and our potential for seeing what it is can I do? The moon makes a, a conjunction to Saturn on Sunday morning. So we're in this, what can I do? What can I make happen? Energy. And obviously, if more people did that, we'd hit critical mass. And there's a lot of talk about herd immunity. Um, I'm thinking in terms of herd possibilities. I mean, what can people do? What can people do when they all believe they can? And now I turn it over to Susie. When they all believe 
they can. <laughs> what a nice note to leave it on. Okay, let's all believe we can. Herd immunity, um, tipping point. It doesn't take that many people to, to change something. So let's jump into our meditation. I invite everyone again, as we always do, just a 10-minute little sitting still. Take a deep breath. And let's build up that energy of I can. And as we deepen in to ourself, to our personality, there might be parts of us that are resistant or doubtful of I can. Let's just niggle into those a little bit. Notice what is a restriction or a doubt or a sense of lack. And notice anything that we might consider to be a lack and see if we can maybe change our perspective on that. And as we go into our own energy, just looking at all of the different bits and pieces of ourselves that make us up, our ancestry, our lineage, our bloodline, our history, our thoughts, our feelings, our education, our culture, our religion, our family, our work, our spiritual outlook, our creativity, our health, all the bits and pieces that, that make us up and make us extraordinarily unique. Each of us so very, very different. And at the same time, so very, very similar. But just deepen into yourself. In fact, celebrate that. Celebrate the self. As if you're looking into all the different closets of yourself, checking out who am I, what am I, what makes me up. Whether we're looking at the atoms that make us up, whether we're looking at the thoughts that make us up, whether we're looking at our past that makes us up, or whether we're looking at the aspirations and desires that we have for the future that make us up. All of the components together. And now we can look at what it is that we do have in mind for the future, for our future as an individual, for our future 
as humanity, as people of the earth, as a civilization. And just see if you can think beyond your own life, your own comfort, your own wishes and desires. See if you can think about the greater aspect of humanity. What is it that you would like for our world? And although it might seem so big and so way beyond you as an individual, just really think about what sort of political climate, economic climate, physical climate, cultural climate, spiritual climate you would like to have in this world for all beings. Just think about what you think might be the best situation, the most beneficial situation for all beings. Keeping in mind the various physical environments that people live in, keeping in mind the various spiritual components that make up their lives. And envision that world and envision it now, not in the future. Start placing your blueprint, your vision, your prayer, your blessing onto this world at large. And again, don't vision it as something that will transform, will become, will transmute, will be there in the future. Vision it now, that it is happening now. And with everything that you want, don't consider it in the future. Consider it now as if it is now. For yourself, if you need something to be happening, don't vision that again into the future. See it as now. So let us see together now the world in peace and in harmony where all beings are respected, where all beings have everything they need, where all beings are living in abundance, in freedom, where the earth is healthy, where people are healthy. And visualize all of this happening now, everywhere. We don't have to think about how it happens, what needs to change. All we need to do as spiritual beings is to visualize it now. All beings living 
without suffering, living to their highest potential, all beings living fearlessly, harmoniously, in health and vitality. living with the understanding that together, together, we are peaceful. That together with all of the animals, with all of the plants, with all of the elements of earth, we are living peacefully. And as we see this, as we feel this, as we know this, we are creating this. And the more of us together creating this, the more this is happening. As we take now a few breaths, breathing this into our world breathing this into the blueprint, breathing this into the atomic structure of our world, breathing this into the energy field, breathing this into our bodies, into our homes, into our environments. We are in the act of creation the act of universal peace and harmony. And we can do this every day, simply in the back burner of your mind, of your heart, constantly sending out this information. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. It's been wonderful. As always, thank you so much, Pam, and have a great week and love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.